Bokar we are in Sefer Shemuel Aleph, chapter 12. And what is Shemuel doing in this chapter? He is basically kind of uh, phasing himself out of the picture because Shaul has just succeeded against Nachash Amoni. He succeeded in, in gathering all of Am Israel and in having them, you know, coronate him as king. So uh, finally, everybody is looking to Shaul as the king and Shemuel's time obviously is now up. In the process of leaving, Shemuel said the following things. He said, look, my sons, I know they weren't the most, uh, you know, they were a little bit corrupt, but I didn't make them a king. I didn't take any power for them. Mm-hmm. So they're amongst you. They're also looking to Shaul as, as their king. They don't have any power. And have I taken anything from you? Have I taken any of your oxes? Have I taken any of your donkeys? Very similar language to Moshe when he was complaining about Korach and about how Korach was saying that he wasn't a good leader. And Moshe was like, how am I not a good leader? Did I take anything? So now... Shumuel says that now Shumuel goes through the history of Am Israel and how he's not very happy with the fact that they look, he's like, I'm, I'm giving you the king, you can have the king, but I'm still not very happy about it. And that's because in the past, any time things have gone wrong, it had nothing to do with the fact that there was no king and everything to do with the fact that you sinned. Whenever Hashem brought you into, took out your forefathers from Egypt, he brought them to Israel, no problems. When they were good, no problems. All of a sudden, you start sinning, and then all of a, and then Sisera comes, so he has to send you a shofet, and then uh, Midian comes, so he has to send you Gidon, and then this guy comes, so he has to send you the Pilishim comes, so he sends you uh, um, Shimshon. So, if you just don't sin, then this whole process of a king is absolutely unnecessary. Okay, so whenever uh, Shemuel says all of that, pasuk Yud they cried out to Hashem and they said, "We've sinned, for we have." Forsaken God, and we serve the Be'alim and the Ashtarot. And then, and then, uh, sorry, not one of Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I went back to the wrong pasuk. So whenever they started sinning, and then Hashem sent them these these problems in pasuk Yud, they would cry out to Hashem, and then God would send them their shofet to come and help them. He sent all these different. Shofetim uh, to come and save them. And you dwelt comfortably whenever they saved you. Now, and then all of a sudden, Nachash, the king of Ammon, comes against you. He comes specifically against Yavesh Gilad. And then you said to me, No, we want a king. I said, Why do you need a king? If you just don't do sins, you won't need a king. Makes sense. Okay? But Hashem is already your God, or your king. And you know what? Fine. Behold, here is the king, Shaul. Here is the king that you guys chose and that you asked for. And God has given you a king. But since I'm not happy with the fact that you asked for a king, and since this is all bidiyavad, this is all not really, you know, how it should be, it's only going to work under the following conditions. If you fear God, and you you serve Him, and you listen to His voice, and do not rebel against the Word of God, and if then the king that rules over you and you go after Hashem your God, then things will be good. But if you do not listen to the voice of God, and you rebel against the word of God, then the hand of Hashem will be against you and against your forefathers. Now what does it mean? So Adak says, your forefathers means your king, your leader. 
then if you guys rebel against Hashem, then his, God's hand will be against you and your leader, meaning your, for, your fathers. Sorry, yeah. It says that Rashi says that their graves would be desecrated. Yeah, Rashi says something else. He says their, their memory is going to be desecrated. I thought it meant that the ones who chose to have like a king and still didn't work No, it says Hashem's king. hand will be against you and your forefathers. It sounds like forefathers mean you're dead for a while. How is Hashem going to punish our forefathers yeah. for something we did now? Right. So, so Radak says forefathers doesn't mean forefathers, it means king. Hashem's hand is going to be against you and your king. Rashi says no, it's going to be against your forefathers because it's going to be a desecration of the graves. Okay? And now stand and see. See this great thing that Hashem is doing to your eyes. And what is He going to do? He's now going to make a miracle. And this miracle, by doing this miracle, He's going to prove to B'nai Israel that Hashem is not exactly happy with their request for a king. And in the same miracle, He's going to prove that if they stay close to Hashem, and if they pray, and if they do the right thing, then Hashem could, you know, it could still work. What's the miracle? Today is the wheat harvest. Now the wheat harvest is in the summer, and you need it to be very, very, very dry. Because the, all the wheat is out of the ground already. It doesn't need any more nourishment. The only thing that rain could do to the wheat at that time is destroy it. Okay? I'm going to call to God. And He's going to give thunders. And He's going to give rain. And you shall know and you shall see through this miracle that God brings rain. And is about to ruin your whole, all your produce. That Hashem is very upset that you've done the wrong thing in the eyes of God to ask for yourselves a king. And Shemuel called out to Hashem and Hashem gave rain and thunder in that day. And the nation got very scared. If this rain continues, all of our produce is going to be destroyed. And they feared greatly Hashem and Shemuel on that day. So the people said to Shemuel, said, pray for your servants to Hashem, your God, so that we shall not die. We've added to all of our sins, we've added evil to all of our sins. To ask for ourselves a king. Now they regret it? Now they're regretting it. They're saying, they're saying, wow, if you do this, and if it starts, um, and they see it starts raining, saying if this continues, it's going to be very bad for us. Please, please, you know, whenever like yeah. you start to see the, the, the wickedness of your ways come to haunt you. Yeah. So you, all of a sudden you start to repent. So now B'nai Israel are repenting. We've done really bad asking for ourselves a king. We should have had a Munan Hashem. Because the problem with the king is that the way B'nai Israel asked for it was because they did not have a Munan that Hashem could protect them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, a king is going to save us like the rest of the nations. The king isn't doing anything. It's all Hashem. Mm-hmm. Now, if you start to forget that it's all Hashem, then the king's not going to succeed. Mm. Only if you remember that, that everything is Hashem, with the king in, in place, are you going to have the biracha. Okay. So Shemuel said to the people, do not fear. You've done all this evil. Just do not deviate from going after Hashem. And you shall serve God in all of, with all of your heart. And do not... Deviate and go after the emptiness. That the, the idols that cannot help and that cannot save. For they are nothingness. For God will not forsake his people. Because God always wants to preserve his great name. And if he destroys his people, the people are the people who are carrying his name. 
Okay, so God will not destroy you. For Hashem wants for you to be His nation. So now He's basically saying, don't worry about the rain. As long as you're good, nothing bad will befall you. Don't worry about the king. I know you guys have sinned by asking your king and you want to take back your king now, but you can still survive with the king. As long as you remember that it's all from Hashem. And it's far be it from me to sin against God not to pray for you. And I will instruct you as to the good path and the straight path. So fear God and serve Him with truth, with all of your heart. Can you translate that? There's a grammatical thing I'm trying to see how they... Look at how much He has done for you. Yeah, for look at how much he does. Oh, for look at... Uh, uh, uh. For look at how much he's done for you. And if you do bad, you and your king will also be... Perish. Will perish. So, uh, what's the... The, um, the end of that story is that the rain does not end up coming. Their fields do not get destroyed. And that's because Shemuel prays for them. The, the text isn't saying it. Um, but uh, we're going to now, in the next chapters, we're going to actually go through the reign of Shaul. And we're going to start to see his very, very quick downfall. Okay, So all, that whole chapter was just Shemuel rebuking Bnei Israel for their request for a king. And, and threatening why, to destroy the crops. And threatening to destroy the crops. Their crops, he prayed. Their crops did not get destroyed. All to prove that if... Even though they made a mistake in asking for a king, if they continue to follow Hashem, they'll be fine. Amen. 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 Amen.